birth school Metallica death. Welcome to episode 85 of the Thrash Report. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. Today is Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. My name is Chris and uh, joining me, my co-host, my partner in crime, Jim Osborne. Hey, Jim, what's going on, buddy? Uh, What's going on as the metal community is mourning once again. Hello, it's Tony with the latest rock news. The music world has lost another great as the Black Dahlia murders. Trevor Stranad has died at the age of 41. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I I just, and I was kind of like, I was like busy. I was working, you know, all day and I was like on site at a customer. And I was like, I I didn't really see this until just moments ago, really. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I was going to update the template and uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah, we lost a good one, man. Yeah, unfortunately, it looks like it's from suicide, from what I'm seeing. And I know a couple of years ago, I'd seen Trevor had sent out a tweet about wanting to end it or something along those lines. And it was pretty scary just seeing that tweet. And then, you know, nothing happens. And then now today we hear this news, it's just heartbreaking and seeing just how influential he was and pretty much every post on every social media platform today has been rest in peace, Trevor, and just stories about him and how awesome of a guy he was. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I did read that uh, it was posted on Blabbermouth today that in an interview in April of 2021 uh, with Metal Injection, uh, Trevor spoke about his battle with depression and uh, his his, uh, alcohol dependence. And at the time he said that at the rate I drink while we go on tour, it's just not sustainable for, for getting older, being over 40 years old um, and being able to do uh, what I do and not look like a shithead. I've got it. I've got to be better to myself. He said, so you can tell that he was kind of wrestling with some demons there, you know, a year ago. Um, it, it's sad. And uh, again, I'm going to, I'm just going to go through the post that, um, was posted on Black Dahlia Murders social, um, basically saying it's with deep sadness that we announced the passing of Trevor Scott. Stern- how do you pronounce his last name, Jim? Do you know? Sternad. Is it, it Sternad? Yeah. Uh, beloved son, brother, and shepherd of good times. He was loved by all that met him. Uh, walking encyclopedia of all things music. He was a hugger, a writer, and truly one of the world's greatest entertainers. His lyrics provided the world with stories and spells and horror and whimsy. It, uh, it was his life to be your show. And then they posted the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number. So that, again, indicative of uh, must have taken his own life. So it's sad. I mean, whenever I see these things, I just feel as though it, it just could have been prevented. I mean, there's so many times that if we just know i mean so many times people are just they're uh they're suffering in silence man yeah so if you're listening out there you feel they have mental health issues you know reach out it's you can always find someone to listen talk to there's 
NAMI, NAMI, you can give them a call, 211. I've called 211 before, it's easy. Just taking that first step to talk about something and I don't know, it's just, it's sad, but I think uh, the more we talk about it, the better it's getting. So if we yep. just keep it up, keep on talking about it, break that fucking stigma. Exactly. Yep. It's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of, I don't know what the word is, if it's ironic or, or just the other day I, uh, I posted on the thrash reports, Facebook page. Um, I happened to be, I don't even know how it came up. I think I was just on random metal church came on and it just made me re- re- remember Mike from metal church. And again, the, the, you know, that he, he, he passed probably a year ago. Um, I don't remember exactly when, but yeah, it was one of those things where it could have been pre- prevented, you know, it was, it, it's sad when, uh, well, anyway, we, we, like I said, if, uh, if you need to talk to somebody, um, please feel free to um, just reach out to anybody, you know, anybody that that'll listen. If somebody knows, somebody knows they'll, they'll try to help. Yep. Or if it's not you personally, but, or, you know, someone is suffering, you know, you can reach out to them. Just yep. all you need to do is listen. Sometimes you don't have to say anything that each case is different, but the more we know about it, the better we can do. Exactly. Exactly. Let's uh, should we try to, you know, on a little lighter note, should we, should we move on? Dude, shoot his priest brother. (laughs) What about him? Well, are they in the rock and roll hall of fame or aren't they? (laughs) They are at the very least mentioned in it. <laughs> dude this is so confusing you know we talk about how this hall of fame is kind of effed up and it's even more effed up now that they're mentioned in it like what what's happening yeah like judas priest tweeted that it's an honor to be included in the hall of fame now and then you see stories come out saying that hold on you're not on the ballot to be in the hall of fame you are getting a musical excellence award honor. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. For artists, musicians, songwriters, and producers whose originality and influence creating music have had a dramatic impact on music. Huh. <laughs> okay. So they're getting an award, and Eminem and Pat Benatar, Deli Partner on the list. Then Priest and Harry Belafonte get these other honors. On top of that, the band did not make the fan ballot. So, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. That's Hall of Fame is worthless to me. We've I think we've gone over that a few times here. Yeah. Well, you know what? They're they're in my Hall of Fame. That's what matters. <laughs> right on, man. That's awesome. Cool, dude. Well, let's go ahead and look at uh <laughs> You know, I, I wanted to talk to you about this next story because I didn't catch all of it. But we do know that Jada Pickett Smith played Ozfest. And yes. I guess Will Smith has a take on this. What is this all about, Jim? He attended Ozfest when his wife's band was on it. And uh, I forget the name Wicked. W- Wicked Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. 
And uh, let's see here. He says that Ozfest is the least African-American event outside of that broom and big ass hockey puck thing they do at the Olympics, referring to curling. Oh, <laughs> well, he went and he says it's a purist audience and what began as skepticism and dismissal with every show was transformed first into silence and ultimately into respect. And that Jada's appearance at Ozfest was so successful that Guns N' Roses asked, asked her to open for them on their upcoming tour. So it sounds like he went into it kind of uh, kind of narrow-minded, you know. Yeah. Kind of got his mind open up to this music we call metal. So, but then, yeah, and then I was to say also, it kind of sounds like he was saying that the metal community was more open as well, right? So, you know, music just brings people together. I don't care what your background is or what color you are or whatever, like. You and I have said this before. I mean, metal, it's it is metal against racism. It's it's doing whatever we can to include everybody. And that's the one that's the great thing about metal, man, is it literally brings everyone together. Anyway, that's the way I feel. And again, I would love to hear what other people think. Feel free to email us at the thrash report at gmail.com. But I honestly do believe that metal is some is is a genre that really does bring people together yeah I and mean, from my perspective it is but you know, i'm a middle-aged white dude exactly I'd, I'd exactly love to hear other perspectives and i've heard stories of racist incidents or something i think involving seven dust years ago and some other bullshit that unfortunately has to happen not has to happen but does happen but yeah i would love to hear yeah, I think I think I think you and I talked about a story about Willow. Yeah. Jada's Jada and Will's kid, right? That she was kind of bullied because she listened to metal, but she was black or whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's sad. So if it happens, I mean we'd love to hear from you. I I think you and I are on the same page. Um yeah. Well, Jim, why can't we all just get along, man? I don't know, but I hear that Will Smith's new album really slaps. <laughs> Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Uh, I laugh, one, because you said slaps. <laughs> and two, does he have a new album? I don't think so. I think we got to get jiggy with it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that just aged me, right? Wasn't that like 30 years old? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, dude. I just didn't recall ever hearing someone say his new album slaps. There's a ton of jokes out there, but I don't recall hearing that one. So. Well, you know, yeah, that was pretty good. I, I like that. Um, <laughs> dude, his, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, all the movie, all the, uh, like, production companies and stuff, they're, like, delaying his stuff, and he mm-hmm. uh, he's not in the Academy anymore, or not a voting member anymore, stuff like that. Let's see. All right, dude. Next, um, we're uh, we're all fans of Alexi and Children of Bodom, and uh, man, this is a morbid episode. But we're gonna we're gonna kind of jump into um, this story that uh, we got off of. Uh, we are the pit. Do you want to uh, talk about that? Since my browser is completely frozen, so I'll I'll let, I'll let you talk to that. <laughs> I'm having a little system resource may affect my audio quality signal come up, so we'll see. Yeah, so basically the members of Children of Bodom that had left before Alexi unfortunately died 
um, were interviewed and another alcohol related story. And we've known for a while that he died from alcohol poisoning or a failure of his liver, I think. Um, but yeah, so basically alcohol ruined the band. He would just drink more and more. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't, from what I, re, from what I recall reading the article, they're talking about how he was going to go into rehab, but he didn't go into rehab. And it was, it was a constant struggle with him and his drinking and the other members of the band. Yeah. Like he'd go see the doctor, but he would not go to rehab. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And then was drinking in very concerning ways. I'm sorry about this guy's last name, but <laughs> Ray Tikanen. He recalls at one point going to Alexi and saying, I told Alexi that you don't usually drink starting at breakfast before a gig. And now you don't even warm up with the guitar before going on stage like you always do. So they're saying how much Alexi suffered. And I don't know, it's a, another horrible drinking story. It is. It is. It's, it's horrible. It's just, it's heartbreaking to hear. Um, yeah. I mean, how much he was so dependent on it. And you kind of wonder, was it kind of self-medicating because of the failure and the pain that he was in, right? Because we knew he had like, you know, the organ failure and, you know, he was in, I mean, his liver was shot and causing other problems. I don't know. Do we have any good news? Good news. We do have some good news, man. Um, let's see. Well, the, one of the first good news, uh, or one of the first stories I want to talk about is how badass would it be? knowing that you were born at a Metallica show. <laughs> would that be badass or what? That would be awesome. <laughs> it, happened. it happened a week or so ago. Metallica was down in Brazil, I believe. Yeah. And a woman gave birth at a Metallica concert. And it makes me think of those old shirts when I was in high school from the Black Album that said birth school Metallica death. But now this kid ended <laughs> up in birth slash Metallica. Yep. Yep. And you know what? It, he, he's a good looking kid just to say, as far as babies go, <laughs> not, a, not a bad looking baby. I know that I've been to a few shows. That was kind of the running joke when they, when my kids were small, because my, uh, I, I went to shows with my wife at the time where, I mean, she was, she was ready to go. I mean, she was pregnant, like ready to go. And I remember uh, driving down to Milwaukee to see SOD <laughs> and we're in like we're in the rave and it is like a million degrees and I just felt so bad that my pregnant wife was here at the show just sweating and then obviously my son was born and it it's all downhill from there no I'm just kidding he <laughs> it's funny he actually uh yeah he doesn't listen unless doesn't listen to metal at all but no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great story, man. She was 39 weeks pregnant, went to the Metallica show and, uh, you know, it, uh, it happens. So I'm glad they're all doing healthy and everything was good. She said, uh, it was kind of a blur. <laughs> no, really? I think it would be. Creeping birth. <laughs> That's good. So I got to find, do we have the kid's name here? Um, I didn't see. Wait a minute. Oh, the mom joked that they were going to name the name the baby boy Sandman. 
<laughs> oh, it's good. But this is a story that he will take throughout his the rest of his life. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So we wish sure. all the best to the family that gave birth at the Metallica show. Yeah, let's jump over to some Motley Crew. I don't think we've discussed them too often. But uh, apparently there's a play about Motley Crew. It's didn't involve the band themselves. They were unaware of it, and they are not happy about it. Yeah, I guess Nikki Six just like, yeah, he's pissed over this unauthorized stage play about the band. So in a state, yeah, I was saying a statement via Instagram. Nikki Six goes on and says, "Fans of Motley Crue have asked about the play uh, called The Crew Underneath the Dirt Lies the Truth." And uh, I was disappointed to see that the advertisement using my image and our band's trademark uh, to promote the play. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty pissed. I'm, I'm pretty sure there'll be a lawsuit somewhere happening. I get it. If they're using their name, their images. And that reminds me, I saw earlier today, too, that Armored Saint had commented on a post of some company that was producing new Armored Saint patches. And Armored Saint said, who, what? Oh, really? They apparently had no idea that that was going on either, so. Dude, I actually, there's this place I'm, I follow on Instagram. It's all like, it's all licensed stuff, but they got um, all these freaking patches. And of course I put about $200 worth of patches in my cart and I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. And uh, so, so I, I, I basically just abandoned the cart. I'm one of those, I'm one of those people. Right. And, uh, but yeah, they are freaking awesome. I want to, I want to give them a plug here if I can quick find there. Pull the plug patches. They're from Australia. So yeah, pull the plug patches from Australia. Dude, their patches are freaking badass. I wanted to buy all of the patches for my battle vest. And basically they'll all just sit there because I don't know how to sew. So (laughs) I mean, I told you the fiasco with my battle vest, right? I tried freaking gluing the patches on. Yeah. And yeah, that did not work. They're all like freaking (laughs) hanging off and shit. I like lost, I lost like my overkill patch on the mega cruise. I wonder if you can just, can you just drop off a vest at a tailor and say, Hey, can you just sew all these patches on for me? I'm guessing you could. And I, I'm sure they'll probably end up charging me like, Oh yeah, your battle vest. It's like, you know, $25 for the vest, $600 to sew all my patches on. You can learn, you can learn to sew. I, I mean, I could sew by hand, but you know, it'll take me 17 years to, to <laughs> put the patches on. But anyway, Dude, so let's go ahead and jump into recently released. Yeah, dude. So I'm, I'll let you run first. Um, I am unfamiliar with these releases. What do we got? Yeah, it's been a while since we've talked about San Antonio's Upon a Burning Body. They yeah. released an album called Fury. I've heard a few uh, liquid metal had played a few tracks over the last few months and they're awesome. They're um, straight up metal and I've, they got a good groove to them. Um, they're awesome. They're, their sound is just heavy as shit. So their new one is right on track. Very good. 
Awesome. Upon Upon a Burning Body, and the name of the track is called Fury? Yep, the album was Fury. The album, okay. Yep, this came out last week. Yep, and then uh, going into the hardcore lane, the band Terror just released Pain Into Power. Yeah, dude, you sent that one over to me. That was good. Yep, and our friend Tommy, he's a big fan of them. He sent us some of that too, or tagged us in a post, but it hits. It's good. Dude, there was one too I was gonna I was gonna mention. Um, I actually it's not in my list here, but I wanted to mention misery index. I sent you misery index last week, I think. Um I and just a shout out to Bill. Uh I actually he's in the chat. Um, I, I picked up Misery Index. I think they got three songs on their yet to be released album. But uh, yeah, dude, that's badass. I listen to that a lot. Yes. Cool, dude. This another one that um, I got. Uh, I I knew it came out. I got. Uh, I'm on their mailing list, and so you know, I, I, one thing I will say. I mean, there are some bands that you know they get they get marketing right. <laughs> like they just they do a good job and stuff. And one of those bands is Behemoth. Like it seems like. They just, they do all the right stuff on social. They do all the right stuff on like email marketing. They do all the right stuff, you know, when it comes to like their live stream events and just really good stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I got the email um, for their yet to be released album. And uh, the name of the album is called, (laughs) I can't pronounce it. I don't know. Is this real language? I'm just saying, I, I don't, I know, all I know is English, but anyway, they have to be released new album. My my friend Don is going to just beat my ass because I don't know how to pronounce this shit. But yeah, it's going to be out September 16th via Nuclear Blast. Their new, uh, they released a, a long form video with this track called Of My Herculean Exile. And it is, it's pretty awesome. Now, the video is freaking awesome. Um, yeah, it's, I can't even describe it. Like they, they find this chest and they get the chest open and there's like evil inside and like all these spiders and shit. And the one dude gets possessed. And he's like hacking people. Dude, it's just, it's a really great video. 
So you got to go check out the video for of my Herculean, Herculean exile from Bohemoth. So that's uh, that's a new release that just dropped. Yep, and Nerdle from Behemoth was just acquitted again of um, blasphemy in Poland. <laughs> again. That must be for his live performances and the lyrics what? that he's been charged with blasphemy several times. And That's right, that's right. I remember we talked about that last year. That's so funny, dude. Um, so let's jump to the concert calendar. We got some shows to talk about, bro? Yeah, this is released last week that we had didn't have an episode last week but india their band bloody wood is going on tour called nine inch nons tour so i think they're coming around saint paul in early september and i didn't oh. see if they're playing with anybody or who's supporting or anything but that the more i hear them the more i love them they just got a really cool sound oh totally man i remember you know we we pretty much covered them uh every single that they dropped and when the album dropped and, you know, it's funny too, because, <laughs> you know, um, all of a sudden, like I got like a buddy of mine will send me a text. He's like, he sends me a text of like a screenshot of his like XM with like bloody wood. He's like, Oh, I really like this one. And I'm like, yeah, I tried telling you about that like six months ago, <laughs> but they don't listen to us. They got to listen to the podcast. So this is what I'd like everyone to do. Those of you that listen, like share us with your friends. Tell everyone to listen to the thrash report. Like we know the shit, what's happening, what's going on. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. Um, yeah, dude, I, I'd be down for seeing them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then another band we've talked about a few times, Misfire, Thrash yeah. Metal, Chicago. They landed a tour with Cradle of Filth, which starts in a couple weeks. Oh, that's funny. I just cradle of filth is just i'm sorry i just don't take them seriously i know i'm probably going to get hate mail again but i'm just not a fan of, of cradle of filth they have a pretty big name to get on a tour with so congrats oh totally them. absolutely i know people people dig them man um i just like i tried watching i think it was from Wacken or whatever i tried watching some like live shows and yeah i just couldn't i just couldn't get into it yeah mm -hmm. um so let's see yeah some other shows um Nightwish is playing uh, here in um, at the Fillmore in Minneapolis this Friday, the 13th. Oh, dude, it's Friday the 13th. Creepy. It's badass, bro. Um, yeah, next then, week, you got the, you going to the Battle of the Bay next week? The the Goat Horse Show? That's 21st, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm missing a week. Yeah, the Battle of the Bay tour next week with the testament exodus death angel oh god that? That's Dude, it's, not on my, it's not on my calendar <laughs> i have a ticket but it's not on my calendar what day is that i think it's tuesday fuck me running <laughs> bro thanks for like reminding me holy Definitely. shit balls Definitely. dude that was out i would have been so pissed if i missed that show yes tuesday the 17th i have my ticket to see uh, the Bay Strikes Back, or what are they calling it now? Is it called something else? Bay Strikes Back, that sounds familiar. Yep. Yes, I'll be there. I'll be there at, uh, I don't even know where it is. Is that Skyway? Yes. Nice. Yep, I'll be missing that one, but I'm going to be up in the cities the following Saturday for the Goat Horror Show. Nice. Right yeah. on, man. 
see some yeah, cool dude. bands, cool friends. Yeah, totally. And and let everyone know too, like when we're around, you know, hit us up. We uh absolutely, you know, we may have some stickers that we can give you. Um, you know, maybe we can hang out, get a drink beforehand, whatever works, bro. So we'd love to hang out with other metalheads. Always. Dude, we got a massive thunderstorm happening right now. So if I lose power, just to let you know, my power was flickering yesterday. Yeah, we're just hot and humid right here. Oh, oh my God. Skipped. Dude, we like skipped spring, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like, it went right to like 95 and humid. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, spring was those eight minutes when it was in the 70s. Month and <laughs> right. Um, dude, we're going to jump back in the day. Oh, no, dude. I want to hear this because it is funny sometimes to <laughs> crump us up with some trivia, bro. This one's pretty easy. I just pose the question to you. Did Ted Nugent say something stupid this week? Most likely. Yes. Yes. What was it this time? Uh, take your pick. I don't know, he's, he's still in a fight with uh, Joan Jett about her being on the list of top 100 guitar players. And yep. she fired back saying that, you know, he's awful and he's stuck in that awful body for his whole life. That's punishment enough for him. And that he's also the guy that purposely shit himself to avoid the draft, which Ted Nugent denies and says, no, that was just a story. But dude, I purposely shit myself all the time. Hey, you know what? Um, another one that I meant to listen to, but I didn't. I got to add uh, the new album dropped from Hailstorm, too. Oh, yeah. Because I, I didn't even realize, like, I, I was on social, uh, Rob, Rob Flynn posted, and he was comparing, he said it was just killed it, and was comparing it to, like, Dio and, like, all this other really cool, like, they said it was just top-notch album, so I wanted to give it a listen. I know it's more like hard rock, but it's good. I saw them live. I think, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Hailstorm fan. I think they're great. Dude, the song yeah. Love Bites, I love that freaking track. dig them dig them remember dig them uh you're gonna have to tell me <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was like a cereal it was like sugar smacks and they had like a little frog and the, wasn't the frog's name dig them it's coming dig em. and it tastes so sweet you'll hop when you eat kellogg's honey smacks tastes so sweet. I sweet part of this nutritious breakfast. What are those kids up to? Taste so sweet. You hot when you eat. Honey smacks? Honey smacks? Sugar smacks? Something like that, yeah. Dig it? <laughs> Dig it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, what am What's I on? What, what am I? Dude, this is, it's grapefruit juice 
but I don't know. I'm feeling a little loopy today. <laughs> it's got it's got it's got stevia in it. It's it's no calories. It's got stevia. Does stevia make you go nuts? Um, I would refer you to the live video that our former guest Eric Kais did yesterday, where he talked exactly about that. About stevia? Yep. And reading labels and stuff. So go check it out. I will absolutely. Kai's fitness. Go check it out on Facebook. He's just did a live video yesterday talking about a lot of that kind of stuff. Ar- artificial sweeteners and stuff. Yep. Well, alternative sweeteners because like stevia actually comes from a plant, my understanding. So it's not like artificial. Like the artificial sweeteners that like trick your brain and shit. And actually, I remember watching like a, a Netflix documentary on like sugar and how we're all obsessed with sugar and what it does to our bodies and shit. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Are we talking about music? Oh yeah, we're in a podcast. So dude, we're gonna go back 30 years. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I know. Because I remember when this came out and it fucking rocked my world, bro. One of the best screens in metal right here, man. Dude, Iron Maiden, Fear the Dark, turns 30 years old. Um, I was going to play the song Fear the Dark, which is one of my favorites, but Be Quick or Be Dead is probably probably my favorite song on the album. It's just, I, I don't know why. Like I could listen to it over and over and over and over again. Um, I had it on a mixtape. Yeah, dude. Um, so good. Um, I remember, you know, work. <laughs> so I think I had just graduated high school. It was like 1992. And uh, I, I was working at Toys R Us and I remember I would bring, like I had one of those little, just a little like tape player boombox thing because I'd be like in the back room, like, you know, doing shit, you know, they kept me locked up in the back cause I was some long haired freak. So I'd be back there like sweeping and shit. And uh, I remember I was back there and I would just listen to that all goddamn day. It was great. Actually, I think it was that. And it was Guar, America Must Be Destroyed. I think that they both those came out like this around the same time, I think. And I just I kept on listening to them. Yeah, and I'm not a super huge Maiden fan. And I think they're great. I do enjoy them. But this is the album that I know the best. And this is the I first see. one I ever got by. I got it on tape. Oh. On the used section. I first got into metal, so I listened to this all the time. And That's it's, awesome. It's a special spot in my heart. Oh, you know, and I'm so this also, this is one thing. So one of my, also one of my favorite covers of all their covers. Right. And I had, I think I had it at Cheapo, Cheapo, I think Cheapo disc is still around, isn't it? They have vinyl and discs and stuff. Cause you yes, go to I Cheapo, do. don't you? Yep. Um, anyway, I went to Cheapo and I remember I got the Fear of the Dark poster and this poster was fucking gigantic, Jim. This poster was like huge. It was like floor to ceiling. It was like freaking, you know, five feet wide. It was huge of Iron Maiden Fear of the Dark. I loved that goddamn poster. And I took up one giant wall in my room. I got in a fight with my dad. You know what he did? Tore it down. He tore it down and burned it in the goddamn fireplace. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was those days. So just remember, remember, kids, 
when you're when you're fighting with your parents, they may take down your favorite poster and burn it in the fireplace. Hide your cool shit before you pick a fight. That's right. Ah, oh, dude, I wish I had that poster now. Because now I'm a now I'm a grown ass man. I can put that anywhere. I can put it in my living room, bro. Yep. Yeah. We'll find it. It's out there. Put it in your cart. <laughs> what do we do when we're sad? Add the cart. <laughs> what do we do with our feelings? We hide them in our muscles. Dude, so the next one, uh, I was going to mention another one too. Um, this one actually turned 29, not quite. And this is actually, dude, I can't even, it's just, I can't even, I don't even know. It's just so good. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Oh my god, goosebumps, bro. Goosebumps. You see him? Look at holy shit. Oh my god, it was so good. And you know what was so funny around that? So back in the day, I can say that because I'm old. Back in the day, I was working working at the toy store, working at Toys R Us. And there was a fuck, what's the name of the disc jockey? I think it was disc jockey. There was a store inside the mall. Mm-hmm. So it was after Music Land, after Great American Music. We had a disc jockey. Okay, so that is the name of a store. Okay, we, me and my buddies, we were tight with like the manager, right? Mm-hmm. And it was funny because like before this album even dropped, he had like a promo copy, right? And here's the thing: so the promo copy would have like the barcode punched out on it and shit. Like they couldn't sell it, right? But it was so funny because he would say, "Well." If you happen to buy this dollar, this dollar ninety nine thing, you can get this promo thing for free, <laughs> or whatever. And I remember we were able to get um, War of Words from Fight like a week early, nice. and it was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it was. I could be, I, you know, those of you that are in the Facebook chat, if Ignan and Gao is in there, or if um, Iron Dick or Platinum Dick or whatever, the Wiener, if the Wiener's in there, the Wiener, who am I kidding? The Wiener doesn't listen to us because he's a freaking Wiener, big, big erect Wiener. Anyway, um, I could be mistaken because it's been 30 years, well, 29, but I believe that's how it went down. Maybe they can correct my story. But um, yeah, that's how I got into fight. And yeah, it was freaking awesome. That was the live show that I got knocked out. I was there with my buddies and my girlfriend who happened to then marry me and become my wife. That's what happens when you get married. You get married and then they're your wife too. Yeah. Well, we were at, we were at the fight show and I was stage diving like a mother effer. And sure enough, one of the times I fell through the crowd and knocked myself out. Yeah, I like woke up. I woke up on the side. My friend's like, dude, how many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> Maybe that's why that album is so precious to me is because I, 
knocked myself out in the pit. Fought yourself. Yep. Lost. Dude, let's jump into a new, uh, new today in the day. Who do we got? Yeah, let me bring this up. Yeah, we have a band from the U.S., Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, it's formed hot in there. Yeah, formed in 2004, and they are called In Sight. And they actually did just release a new album on May 6th. Coming at you. So this is in sight. Yeah. So they had two EPs in the beginning of their careers, 2006, 2009, and then four full lengths, the slaughter, all out war, up in hell, oppression, and then another full length in 2019 built to destroy a single last year called deadbeat and wake up dead full length album, 2022. Nice. And just just let people know that's, insight like you're going to incite a riot not like in, insight i have the insight to see something right in, in case you're like walking the dog or driving and you're not like seeing what's happening here we'll try to put show notes in there so you know what we're looking at but yeah dude, that that's awesome dude dude i want to yeah. talk about some follow-ups because you got to meet up with fellow listener and friend of the podcast who mr aaron moody aka larry radical larry radical larry a guest of ours a few months ago and i was working in the town he lives in last week so sent him a message and we met up for dinner and just talked a little bit of sports bunch of metal and had a good time and he was telling me about a podcast that he is now on i think he's been on for like six or seven episodes called blast beats podcast and it's another music mostly metal kind of hard rock What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Blast Beats here at ATB, hosted by yours truly, Zachner. And as always, alongside my co-hosts, Chris Mooner and Radical Larry. Dude, the tornado you. thing just went off. Holy shit. Good thing traumatic. I'm in my basement. We got some Dude, that's awesome. activity in the chat here, too. Andres is here. Nice. So Blast Beats podcast. That's, yeah. So that's out of, uh, out of Wisconsin, then? uh he is but there's two other guys in it one's in virginia and one's in in or was in iowa all right cool man we'll make sure so to add, yeah we'll add links to that uh in our podcast uh in the show notes and on our socials you know we like to spread the word for others too man yep i checked it out and i enjoyed it i think they just kind of like a questions that they pose to each other that was interesting all will all will listen morally Jim, let me ask you a question. Okay. How long is a piece of string? Hmm. All right. Dude, what else? What else we got cooking? I don't know, man. Like, you got to go duck and cover. Dude, I'm thinking I'm going to go check out AccuWeather. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Again, we really love the support. We'd love to hear from you. Feel free to send us an email, uh, thrashreport at gmail.com. Hit us up on any of our socials. You can find our socials and archives of every show over at thrashreport.com. 
And also, please go leave a review and follow us on Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to us and help us raise up in the ranks. And again, the more people, the more, uh, the more listeners of the metal community that we can all bring together would be awesome. So I want to thank everyone. And with that, here's another uh, track, Black Dahlia Murder. Rest in power, bro. R.I.P. Trevor.